Hey friend, Michael McCurry here. I am coming to you from Australia today, and I want to thank you so much for your listenership. I greatly appreciate the fact that you've joined me. I also have a guest joining me today on the broadcast. I have Pastor Sherwin Ramos, uh, you the pastor at Lumia Baptist Church here in near Sydney, I should say. And uh, we're so thankful for his friendship and the opportunity that's been presented by our relationship. You asked me, let's see, last year, around this time of year to come over and help uh, run a camp. And uh, right over our shoulder, right over here, you'll see a bunch of kids way off in the background. They've been having a great time. It's been wonderful. It is a little bit windy here, but it's a beautiful day. We've been blessed with good weather today. And the re- one of the reasons I want to talk to Brother Ramos and I want you to hear from him is because he has a tract story that I got to have just a little piece in. And we'll walk over here. We saw the kids already playing out there. We're going to walk inside where it's not quite so windy. But uh, before we dive into this tract story, Brother Ramos, how long have you been pastoring this time at Lumia Baptist? I've been there... Close to two years now. Two yeah. years, and before that, though, you were in South America in South for America. about a decade, weren't you? Yes, sir. And, but before that, we're kind of just walking back through your life. Yeah. How long were you the pastor of this church here in near Sydney? About 16 years. 16 years, and then you felt God calling you to the other side of the world from Australia to yes. some degree. That's right. And uh, had a successful, if you want to call it, missionary career there. And uh, was very blessed to then be able to come back here. Many, much of your family here, and what a blessing it is. But over these last couple of years, I mean, when you first came back, you had a burden for the next generation. You've had a burden for the next generation for that's, a long time. That's correct. And that's how this camp kind of came to be. Maybe for those that are listening, it's, you know, January, February time frame, all of that. But there may be people that are considering sending their young people to a Christian camp this coming summer in America, June, July, or August. Why would you tell people to consider sending their young people to camp. Did it do something for your life when you were younger? Yes, it did. Um, you know, it's it's one thing to sit under, if you like, the comfort, um, the faith of, of your parents, being surrounded by people that kind of, kind of are over you in authority. But in camp, you are basically released from, from, those, um, from those pressures kind of and you are able to be yourself mm-hmm. confronted by the Word of God and just the counselors and the preacher for a number of days. And uh, it does something to your heart. So, Amen. And we are concerned about the next generation having the same passion for the Lord. Amen. Now, in a week, honestly, we could probably make a week out of your life story and some yes. of how you were raised and different things like that. But for those that are listening to Bible Tract Echoes, this radio broadcast, yes, they're always interested. They love hearing tract stories. Mm-hmm. I got to preach at your place on Sunday yes, and uh, preach some morning service. And my friend Zach, who's with me for camp, he preached Sunday school, did a wonderful job. Amen. And then the, the PM service, the afternoon service, I preached. Honestly, in the morning service, I, I try to be a little bit gospel centric. You assume yes. there's visitors there and things. And I was praying about, trying to think about what God would have me to preach. And Lord just wouldn't give me peace about something that was very honed in on the gospel. But then in the afternoon service, I kind of preached, it was like an inverse. I kind of flip-flopped a little bit. And that evening service, I preached a little bit more. It was honed in on the gospel and gave an invitation. In the afternoon, a man raised his hand. And he acknowledged his need for salvation. His name is June. And uh, But how did... It was so interesting to hear later on. How did June and his family get to church in the first place? Well, it began with uh, his son, Alden. Uh, one day our people were out giving out gospel tracts 
and they handed, one of the men handed Alden a gospel tract, and he was thankful for it. Uh, he held on to it, read it, and we didn't know if anything was going to matter out of it or anything was going to happen. And then eventually his workmate, who happens to be a member of our church, invited him to church. And so that, be, that became the, the key for recognition, breaking the ice, where the Sunday school teacher said, you're the guy I gave a gospel tract to. Amen. Said, yes. That's the reason why I accepted the invitation to come to this church. Amen. So he came and uh, he got saved not long after. And, uh, and then he invited his uh, family over as of last part of last year. His dad and his brothers were coming uh, fairly regularly. And then until last Sunday, like Brother Michael was saying, he actually heard the gospel uh, one more time Amen. and was asked a question he probably was never asked before if he were ready to face eternity or not. Amen. And so that was the day that he trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as a savior. I found Brother Ramos, and you probably know this to be true, evangelists like me, we just get to pick other people's fruit sometimes. There, there have been a church, there is, is a church here, they're planting seeds, obviously, these gospel tracts. Right. They're watering, obviously, it's God that gives the increase. Mm -hmm. And then a, a, an evangelist comes in and says something, probably the exact same thing that people have heard a dozen times, and just say in a slightly different way, that's and right. sometimes people respond to that. And Brother June, again, it wasn't even like a salvation. When I spoke to him after the service and led him to the Lord, he said, I had said something in the morning. I had asked a question about eternity. And mm -hmm. the, I said something to the effect of, after the moment you take your last breath, it's all over. Right. And th that just grabbed him. It made him think. He, I think he's in his 50s, maybe thereabouts. Yes, yeah. And so he's been pondering mortality. And he realizes that we don't live forever. Right. And But it all started because someone planted the seed. That's right. Someone Amen. left a gospel track with his son. Mm -hmm. And then, then and get this though, that, that young man, one of his workmates invited him to church after that. Yeah. And so the gospel track wasn't the only thing. Mm -hmm. It also took a vocal, courageous church member. That's right. And you, you, Brother Ramos, you would tell your people and I would tell people all the time, Gospel tracks, leaving gospel tracks is not the only way you should witness. That's right. You should also use your mouth. That's you right. should also be, yes, it takes some boldness, it takes some courage, mm -hmm. but then you see the fruit. How many how many family members are now in church there from, from June's family? Um, well, right now, pretty much when they come together, it's five people Amen. come together. And uh, now that June is saved and Alden is saved, now we're praying for Axel, the younger brother of Alden. Mm -hmm also get saved and uh, Lord willing uh, if the Lord works in their lives and in their hearts they might get baptized soon so. amen and to see five people in church That's at right. least two saved already yeah. because of one gospel track right. to start with I should say amen. God's people doing what they should do and so I'd ask you for those of you that listen to Bible tracks incorporated I'd encourage you don't just let these stories pass by you hear them don't just say amen that's great Take part yourself. Amen. Be a part of this. Our ministry gives free gospel tracts to places like your church. Maybe maybe on one of these broadcasts coming up, I did a little interview with Brother Menina about some of the gospel tracts we sent over, tracts that you folks will be using in future. And But we don't just send them to the far side of the world. We send them to you folks in America, too. We, we have listeners to this radio broadcast all over the world. And so if you need gospel tracts, please contact us. But for my friends in America... Stories like this don't just happen on the forward field. To, to, for us Americans, I should say, this is home for you, Amen. but they happen everywhere. 
And so I'd encourage you to use gospel tracks. You've been all over the world, around both sides of it and all that type of stuff. You've been in America multiple times. You were telling me the other day about the first time you saw snowfall and enjoying those type of things. But if you had a word, we got a, you got three or four minutes left. If you had a word of challenge to many folks listening, mm-hmm. maybe they've never used gospel tracks before. Maybe, maybe they're not a pastor, a missionary, an evangelist. Mm-hmm. How would you challenge them about the Great Commission? A man, you've lived it both in America, Australia, South America. How would you challenge people with the Great Commission? Of course, the Bible tells us that we are to go. And uh, matter of fact, you know that as far as a commission is concerned, uh, going is something that perhaps is presumed that all Christians are supposed to be doing anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going out anywhere, everywhere on a daily basis. So we might as well bring something that we could live with people. Because not everybody is willing or have the time to talk to you for five or more so more minutes than right. uh, on any given day. But to give them something that might attract their attention or ca- uh, arouse their curiosity or something that later on might become a very tool that God can use to open their hearts and minds, I believe it's a good thing. And especially here in Australia, we do go out every week, but people here have become a bit more standoffish, if you like, mm-hmm. uh, during since, since COVID. And so not many people are willing to open their doors to strangers anymore since then. So knocking on doors a lot of times is very difficult. But we can put a tract in their mailbox and at their own convenience when they're free and when they are willing, they can take that, read it. And um, we've had many visitors come to the church too because they got a gospel tract from us. Now, not all of them stayed, not all of them got saved, but at the very least, we were able to plant a seed in their heart if they were, if they took time to read the, the gospel tract. So um, I believe that there are many challenges at the Great Commission, but God has given us the tools, and one of Amen. those is the gospel tract. Amen. And I encourage you, uh, Brother Ramos just mentioned over here in Australia, New Zealand, it's legal to do what they call letterboxing, putting them in a mailbox. In America, you say, well, we can't do that. Well, there's a lot of other ways to get people gospel tracts. You can slide them into their door, all these different types of things. Don't let excuses be a reason you don't serve God. That's there right. are so many. A wise man told me once, Pastor almost, if you want to do something, any excuse will do. That's if right. you don't want to do something, any excuse will do. Mm-hmm. So I'd encourage you, maybe here we are, barely past, we're not even past the first month of the year, Maybe you've already let lax, uh, let, let uh, relax some of your New Year's resolutions and things, but maybe it's time to kind of re-up, to rearm, to rededicate. I want to use gospel tracts this year. I want to be very specific, very pointed about the gospel. We cannot control. Do I pray for people to get saved? Yes. But Brother Ramos, you and I, we can't force people to get saved, and we wouldn't want to. But at the same time, we all we can control is our effort, our input to it. So I'd encourage you, if you would, here on the other side of the world, in Australia, people are getting saved. In America, people are getting saved. Where you hail from originally, uh, islands of the Philippines, people are getting saved. And uh, God's work isn't done. Until he calls us home, we have work to do. And that's why we're here at camp. Over my shoulder, those of you that are watching the video version uh, on a big chalkboard here, <laughs> some people drew a little theme for the uh, for the week with the Australian flag and all that. We're having a great time at camp. But I'd encourage you, while we are laboring, don't just revel in and listen to our stories of what God is doing. We're no one special. We, I, I made mention of that in a message not long ago. We're no one special. 
Uh, we're just a beggar telling other beggars where to find bread. Right. And so I'd encourage you with that thought. Speaking of, if you'd like gospel tracts from our ministry, you can go to BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. Now, I didn't ask you, Brother Ramos, but would you mind sticking around for another broadcast for the next, for the next day's broadcast? Maybe talk about your upbringing a little bit. Because I think sure. for people that grew up with the niceties that, that I did, that many of my American friends did, I think to hear how God used your upbringing for the sake of the gospel, I think would be help to them. Amen. So Brother Ramos will be with us tomorrow on the broadcast. You're not going to want to miss that. Thank you so much for listening in. I'm Mike McCurry. This is Pastor Ramos coming to you today, at least, from Australia and other parts unknown. Have a great day for his glory. We'll plan on talking to you soon from Bible Tract Echoes. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.